The following audio is from First Baptist Church of Conyers. More information about First Baptist Conyers is available at firstconyers.com. For if you can't worship the Lord to that, then you have no life in spirit. Amen? Amen. Jim, I just got to pull aside for a second. Friday, he was playing bluegrass with me at Pond Street Elementary. And today he's playing classic like that. That's just a gift, Jim. Thank you so much. Amen. I'll I'll take just a moment as we've had just a precious time of worship to update you. Um, I have been working very hard and diligent uh, seeking that that man that God would have serve here as our worship pastor. In the last week, I've spoken to two, and uh, to inform you this morning, there's still no definitive. Uh, But I just want to ask you to continue to pray, and uh, that we, boy, we want to hear from God on this one, to know that we have a pastor who, uh, number one, loves the Lord, uh, holds true to the Word of God, um, and can lead us to the throne in worship. Amen. And so please continue to be praying for that. I want to take your, ask you to take your Bibles and turn with me to 1 John chapter 4. And we're going to read together these six verses uh, in the beginning of this book as we've been walking through 1 John verse by verse. John begins writing in verse 1. He says, Beloved, I do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether or not they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world, and by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, You are from God and have overcome them, for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. But we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. The us is the apostles there that John is speaking of. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Father, we thank you for your word, and we ask this morning, God, that you would speak to our hearts through your word, and and God, that you would, um, Lord, give greater discernment to your sheep, your body, Lord Jesus, your bride. God, you love us, and Lord, you want to protect us from those who would maybe come from our midst or from without, God, who would want to lead astray. And so, Father, we depend on the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth through the Word of God. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. But at some point, the, the Spirit came on him, and, and he lived his life in that fashion. But just before the crucifixion, the Spirit vanished and left him. As a matter of fact, today there are still Gnostic beliefs that are within the body of Christ. And if we're not careful and discerning, we cannot pick up on them. And, and, and that, those doctrines lead to area predominantly what we might call the, the, faith, uh, the faith movement, the, the health, wealth, and prosperity movement at the core of their doctrinal teaching that began with a man named Kenyon and John Hagee got it and it's come on even to modern day those and I'm not going to name names today. Uh, I, I could, but I, I don't know that it would benefit But those who claim this prosperity gospel at the core 
of their belief and, and many of them have, have recorded it in books and then they're speaking and I'm not here just to bash people this morning. I'm here to say, body, Jesus loves you and he does not want you to be led away from error into these modern folks that are on our scenes today and they say things that sound good, they might look good, they might smile real big. But at the core of their teaching is that Jesus himself had to be born again, making him a sinner incapable of dying for our sins. We have to be discerning. We, we have to look. Just because it sounds good, just because it sounds exciting, does not mean that it's the truth. And so John's telling them, listen, believers... Don't, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirits. And where do we test the spirits? By the Word of God. Amen. There's one that comes along and they want to add anything onto this or they want to extrapolate what this says and try to make it fit into today's content. You know how many people are talking about the coronavirus and trying to put Scripture on it? To change the meaning of what God's Word says and intent. That's a dangerous thing. And they're charlatans. Many times it may not be for wealth. Many times it may just be for popularity and power. And many times they don't even realize, I think, that they're being deceived. But folks, we have to test everything, and that is by the Word of God. Somebody says, Jim, don't you trust yourself? No, I don't. That put a lot of confidence to you in my teaching, didn't it? But... Just as Bereans, when Paul commended them, he said, hey man, you guys are doing great because you're testing everything that I say by the Word of God. That's the test. It's by the Word of God. Lastly, he, he, he gives us the evidence or the, the reason for it. Why can we be discerning? We've already spoken of the Word of God. But Paul highlights here in this last part of the passage beginning in, in verse 5, he says, For they are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. But we are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. The great gift that God has given to every believer who has trusted Christ for their salvation is that he has sealed them and he has placed in us us, the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit of God, who leads us into all truth. But can I warn you that if the believer doesn't get in the Word of God, to study the Word of God, to know the Word of God, that even though we have the Holy Spirit in us, we can be led astray into error. That's why we have to test everything with the Word of God and balance it in that. He, he previously says in verse 4, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Now, we often misquote that verse, don't we? I used to think I could be an NFL football player. <laughs> and I can claim that verse. He who is in me is greater than he that is in the world. But can I tell you this? I never ran a f any faster than about a 4.840. I was not going to make it in the NFL, right? Plus, I'm vertically challenged. 
what, what John is specifically talking about here is the Holy Spirit. And in context, that we have the Holy Spirit in us, and He will lead us into truth. But can I say it again? It will always be truth based on the Word of God, not adding it to it, not extrapolating from it, but by God's Word. We have that gift of the Holy Spirit that, that He is, that's why it's so important for us to yield to the Holy Spirit, to, to daily be filled with the Holy Spirit, not to quench the Holy Spirit, not to grieve the Holy Spirit, so that we hear the Holy Spirit as He leads us into all truth. Notice He begins this part of the passage in verse 4 where he says, little children. Now, again, that's an endearing term that John uses, but he's, he's relating it to the fact that, behold, what manner of love the God, the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God. Little children, those who have been born of God, those who have been born again, if a person has not been born again, they don't have the Spirit of God in them. And I'm not being critical. That's just a fact. There's that point of regeneration that we have to have in order to receive the Holy Spirit. He says again, little children, you are from God and you have overcome come them. Who is the them? The false teachers, those who would be led by Antichrist. And so, the hope that we have in this is that by the Holy Spirit of God, we may not know why, but we hear something and all of a sudden the antenna goes up, or it should. And when the antenna goes up, we need to pay attention because God has given that to us as his gift to us so that we might be led into all truth. But where we ignore that red flag that goes up, we get in all manners of danger. Can I pull aside and just talk to you as, as your pastor for a couple of minutes? Man, I, 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 I love you. I love the body. It... it it is very concerning to me, not towards you, I don't mean this at all, but it concerns me greatly when I see those who are of the flock be led away or be enticed by error, even if it's a slight error. Why? Because it only brings damage and devastation in the body's life. I could tell you countless stories through my 25-plus years of pastoral ministry, where I've seen individuals in the body take hold of something that, boy, it sounds good, it sounds exciting, and it, and it looks good, it smiles real big, only to see their life several years later completely washed out in the faith because they fell along in error. It's why my exhortation to you is always, man, be in the Word of God. Tuesday nights I teach <clears throat> classes and uh, here at the church, and we happen to be in, in uh, a course right now on major Bible doctrines, theology. And 
I, I, I don't like spending a lot of time talking about cults and what they believe and other world religions. I like to spend a lot more time concentrating on what the Word of God says. And there's that old analogy, and you've heard it, that one who examines counterfeit dollars does not examine counterfeit dollars, but they examine the real thing. And where we want to spend our concentration and time as believers is in the Word of God so that the Holy Spirit of God will lead us into all truth. Amen? What's your assignment? If you don't have a regular time in the Word of God, I would encourage you to begin a regular time in the Word of God. Devotions are good, um, but oftentimes devotions are, 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 are just, they're kind of perfume on top of the Word of God. Can I, I, I hope that's not offensive. Because when I read the Word of God, I don't always come away feeling good. Sometimes I go away going, oh God. Get in the Word of God. Why would you want, I don't care who writes the devotion, if it's me or anybody else, why would you, why would we want to eat on something somebody else has already chewed on and regurgitated? Bad word illustration there. <laughs> and I encourage you to get in the Word of God. Study the Word of God. Know the Word of God. And know the God of the Word through the Word of God and the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for listening to audio from First Baptist Church of Conyers, located in Conyers, Georgia. For more information about First Baptist Conyers, please visit us online at firstconyers.com.